good podcast fam it's your boy jason craig aka the friendly neighborhood dreadhead and today i am here with my guest host adam sampson what's going on man uh nothing much just had a busy day of uh catching up on movies because uh, i was sick this weekend oh you were sick man yeah my allergies was acting all kinds of crazy yeah my throat was all swollen up i had a fever it was bad but i did get those movies in man boy I'm, it wasn't this week but last week but i felt like rocky balboa at the end when he was fighting um ivan drago boy oh I, damn boy I'm about, i couldn't barely open my eyes i was at buffalo wild wings trying to watch a fight i felt like i was in the fight it, it was just bad, man. Oh, it was well, so bad. Well, uh, at least that made the fight more entertaining since it felt like you were actually in it. Shit, I could barely see the fight. <laughs> Damn. Uh, so was that UFC or boxing? It was UFC. I forgot which one it was. Yeah, but, uh, I, I think I remember who it was. A uh, Korean zombie fought uh, he, somebody. Yeah, I can't did. pronounce his name. It's something, something Polish. Yeah, and Korean Zombie, he got his ass whooped. Yeah, that he did. He really <laughs> did. Man, it, right, it was I'm, bad. I'm, I'm talking about, boy, that... Oh, boy, I ain't never seen the ass whooping that bad. Yeah, and and he's he's known for coming back after getting his butt beat, but, you know... You think he come back from that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I have no idea. But hey, Korean Zombie is is one of my favorites. So it, whenever he fights, I am gonna cheer for him. Well, you know what? Uh, maybe um, maybe he'll get him next time. Maybe he'll get him next time. Yeah, that's true. But enough with the small talk, y'all. Today we have a busy schedule, but we're gonna try to rock it through all of it. Today we have everything all at once review, crazy multiverse movie. Uh, we also got Michael Bay's latest movie, Ambulance, and we're going to review the latest Fantastic Beast and The Secrets of Dumbledore, and the secret is he's gay. Um, we also have Amber Heard. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> okay. We also have Amber Heard and the Johnny Depp saga. It continues, y'all. It, it continues. They finally having their court hearings. And some stuff has, some recent developments have made it to where it's not looking good for Amber Heard. And we got the Stranger Things Season 4 trailer reaction. But without further ado, let's get on with these movie reviews. Now, first what we're going to talk about is uh, this movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once. And if you don't know, it basically is we follow Michelle, uh, Michelle Yeoh's character. She is, um, she owns her own laundromat slash, I guess, whatever business venture she wants. And she goes and she has to go to the IRS because they're trying to get it for fraud because she's all these write-offs she's doing. But she is stopped by what we think is her husband, but no, it's not her husband. Well, it is her husband, but it's a multiverse version of her husband. And apparently she is the last hope in saving the multiverse. So we're going to keep this spoiler free, but I'm just going to start. Man, this shit was crazy. Yeah, it was. Man, this this shit was absolutely insane. And I'm so glad to see 
short round back in movies. He, I was, I really enjoyed his character in the movie. How'd you feel about him? Uh, I liked him a lot, man. He was pretty cool. Like he, he really brought life to the movie. Surprisingly. Yeah, man. Uh, so one thing I really did like about this movie, man, it had some amazing visuals, man. Yeah, it, it really did. But my main thing was the comedy level in this movie was way off the charts. You said the what? The comedy level. Oh, yeah, boy, the comedy. Man, it's just so many things. We try not to spoil it, but y'all got to just see this, this craziness for yourself. Yeah, and, and guys, uh, honestly, for me, it's the funniest movie I've seen so far this year. Oh, my God. I thought it was going to be Sonic 2, but no, this one definitely beats Sonic 2 on that one. Like, like, man, it's just so many crazy things. Like, the multiverse. Not the strange. You guys got some work to do, man, because the way that they use the multiverse in the movie was just really unique. And just how they're able to pull ideas, just use ideas. If you don't know, if you don't know um, the directors for this movie, they also did another movie. Wait, what is it called? What is it called? I'm going to find it. Let me see. Uh, Well, the director's name is Dan Kwan. And, oh, my God, where is it at? Yep, Dan Kwan and Daniel Shine, um, Shinerd, and the last movie that they did was Swiss Army Man, where basically it was a man bonding with Daniel Radcliffe's dead corpse trying to survive, <laughs> or have dead corpse, I should say. Like, yeah. So like I said, these dudes, they they known for being weird. They, they're known for having crazy ideas. And if y'all know A24 Studios, if you got crazy, they're gonna put it out there. But let's talk, but let's talk about more of the things that I liked. Now, one thing I did like is so many throwbacks to different eras of cinema, especially kung fu cinema. Like mm-hmm. it, was, it was so many throwbacks, which I don't know if you knew this, Adam, but this movie was originally written for uh, Jackie Chan. Oh, really? No, I didn't know that. I mean, I'm not surprised, though, because Michelle Yeoh has been thrown movies uh, written for Jackie Chan before. Because I want to say, like, in the Super Cop series, she was uh, they threw it to her because uh, Jackie Chan just didn't want to do Super Cop 2 or Super Cop 3. But yeah, man, I'm... (laughs) I really enjoyed this. Like, I really enjoyed Michelle Yeoh's performance. She did a great job as um, Evelyn. Oh yeah, man! Because I love Michelle Yeoh though. Because I've been a fan of her since since Crouch. Super Cop and uh, and James Bond. Yeah, I was, oh, don't forget uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh yeah, man! But you know, I'm, I'm a little bit older than that, so you know, I gotta say where I originally know her from. Yeah, Crouching yeah. Tiger. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is where I where I met her at. Oh, okay. Because uh, she she uh, f- uh, also had a whole bunch of other like really good movies, like uh, 
she was part of this heroic trio one time. Uh, one of the movies was called The Executioners. I think it was a sequel to this other movie, and it was a really, really badass movie. And uh, and it's always really cool when she was in uh, movies because she could, you know, speak English so fluently since she's from Malaysia. Because a lot of people don't know that about Malaysia. English is like the second most popular language. Oh, okay. So uh, if you go to Malaysia, if you speak English, you're pretty much okay. Yeah, man. Um, basically, everybody did. Like, I even enjoyed Jamie Lee Curtis in this film. Right. <laughs> She was shockingly more entertaining because I was looking at her too, and I'm like, "Wait, is that Jamie Lee Curtis?" <laughs> I literally had to Google that to make sure my eyes wasn't playing tricks on me. <laughs> but yeah, man, like she, you could tell that she was having fun. Um, <laughs> it's like I don't know, if she did like I'm like I know she probably had a body double for some of her fight scenes. But I'm pretty sure she she wanted to do at least some of them. Yeah. Because one thing about this movie is, man, these those fight scenes are really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And they are. And they cut off at the right point. Oh, yeah. But now one thing about this movie that I will say is a downfall to even though I love the visuals, the, the fight scenes, like every movie – for a while now it, it's a little bit too long yeah it's what like almost two and a half hours yeah two and a half hours and like 15 minutes of it can be cut i'm gonna tell you yeah some of this stuff is so unnecessary i'm not gonna spoil it but there is inanimate objects talking to each other oh come on man i actually thought that was hilarious I don't know. I loved it, but you know, a lot of people, they're going to be impatient, and that was like a good five minutes. Hey, man, people were laughing their butt-offs in the theaters at that part. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, like I said, it just a lot of things in the movie could have been cut, and like, like some of this stuff should have made the cutting room floor, but I still enjoyed it nonetheless. Uh, but other than that, like, now I will say this: If you, this movie is for an acquired taste. Yeah, you have to have an acquired taste to enjoy this movie. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Also, don't take your kids to see this movie. It, no. it is not child appropriate at all. No, no, no! Do not take your kids to see this movie. Yeah. Because- <laughs> Oh boy, you you you're gonna be surprised because you might see something that looks familiar that you probably been used. Yep. Mm-hmm. But also, one thing I do like about this movie is uh, there's these there's two actors that were very um, noticeable to me, and because they're from YouTube, they got their start in YouTube as martial art as martial art um, choreographers. So it's nice to see that you know. Like Shang Chi and this movie has been throwing throwing those dudes some bones. Okay. So, yeah, but like if I had to give this a rating, man, I had to go with uh I'm edging on a high movie theater, but in low gourmet. Like I just really enjoyed this movie and then it had a very touching message at the end that I wasn't really expecting to get from a movie as crazy as this. But like, yeah, man, visuals 
great. Like the cinematography, great. The sound design is great. If you have a chance, go see this in theaters. I I think seeing it, I think seeing it, um, I think seeing it uh, on a small screen does not do this movie justice. Yeah, not not at all. Cause uh, guys, I'm not even gonna lie. I was thinking about watching it on a small screen or whatnot, but uh, I, I looked it up online and it had such a high Rotten Tomatoes review that I was like, you know what? Let me check this out in the movie theaters, and I'm glad I did. All right. Well, so um, what? So what? Um, did you give your rating, Adam? Well, I haven't given a rating yet. Uh, I, I did want to talk about a little bit more before I gave my rating. Um, I did like the uniqueness of the multiverse because it wasn't, and this is a slight giveaway. It's not a complete spoiler. Uh, The cool thing that I did like about it is it wasn't a whole bunch of them existing simultaneously in a universe. You know what I mean? Like uh, they, they just transferred consciousness. Right. Right. So that, that was one thing I liked. But there was this other slight thing. This this movie is quite random, guys. So you are going to get confused. <laughs> you want to get <laughs> they jump around a lot. But but it does eventually come together. Like once your brain finally gets used to it, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, but but at first you're gonna be like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. And man. uh and as far as the rating goes, I, I'm with you on that one. It's, it's high movie theater, low gourmet, because uh, like like I said, this is probably going to be the funniest movie you see this year. Yeah. And uh, unless unless something else comes out to change my mind, I'm sticking to that. Okay, okay. So I, oh, well, I guess we agree on this one now. That's cool. Now, one thing, I don't think we're going to agree on this next movie. So, y'all, we got that movie out the way. Now, let's talk about Michael Bay's latest action flick, Ambulance, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Dumbest movie ever. (laughs) And Yaya Abdul-Mateen. So, I'm going to let you start off, Adam, with your thoughts. All right, guys, I'm going to just straight up tell y'all this right now. Just because a movie has good actors in it, does not mean it's going to be like a top tier awesome movie. Now, I'm not saying the movie was just straight up bad because it was entertaining, but there was just too much stupidity in the movie for my, for my taste because it, it's just some of the stuff that was happening. It's like, wait, what? This is what did y'all decide to do, man? Just make a robbery movie and throw in a bunch of Deadpool shit. Like, honestly, guys, the movie looks like an SNL sketch of a bank robbery. <laughs> like, it, it, it gets, it gets, it, it's quite dumb. That that was my only thing about it. It's, it's like, guys, uh, uh, why didn't, all I could think was, why didn't y'all just do that to stop these guys? Or why didn't y'all just do that? I mean, how did you not know that was not okay? Uh, what's up with this? That's all I was thinking the whole time. Like, man, y'all are just a collection of dumbasses. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and the only person that was was smart but did dumb shit was the EMT. 
Okay. Well, no. It's like she's smart, but she's stupid as hell. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That, 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 that's fair. Now, for me personally, I'm not going to lie. I was entertained with this movie. Not saying that, wait, well, it's good for what it is, because what it is is just an action movie to pass your time. But the story wasn't what had me hooked to the movie or had me like paying attention to the movie. It was more of the characters. Because one thing I loved about the movie was Jake Gyllenhaal because the more desperate he gets, the more crazy he gets. Like Yeah. Like he gets really crazy in this movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing my team. But I've just <laughs> the whole time I was just like, man, you could have just you could have just applied for a loan or something. It, this right. ain't worth it. This is not worth it whatsoever. Right. And, and he had chances to walk away, but he didn't take them. Yeah, like, even, like, like there's a part of the movie where, like, Jake Gyllenhaal says, yeah, you can walk away. And he decides not to. Yeah. Now, but with that being said, I look past a lot of the stupidity because, for one, it's a Michael Bay film, so... You're going to get a lot of that, but yeah, I did. But I did appreciate the characters in this movie. That's one thing I really did appreciate about this movie. I, now, I mean, I, I really didn't because they. It, what else I hated about it is they tried to make characters seem badass, but didn't succeed, and they tried to make characters seem smart, and they didn't succeed. Like, like, you know, they tried to make um, uh, one of the uh, guys who was over, uh, who was uh, the lead of one of the strike teams seem like this badass. And it's like, oh, no, nah, he's just kind of coming off as as a dumbass. You know well, what I mean? And Jake, well, and Jake Gyllenhaal's character, the same thing. It's like, man, um, he's not smart. Y'all are just incompetent. I don't think they were trying to... Okay, so the thing about Jake Gyllenhaal, from the jump, they tell us that this motherfucker is crazy. Yeah. Like, like they tell us it's crazy. So, I think... Now, I will say this. Remember, at first, everything was going according to to plan. But, something happened. We're not going to say it. And when, when the plan... When it started going away from the plan... That's when he started getting crazy and desperate because then he just started making bonehead mistakes. Now, as far as the, the spike strip thing, I can I can look past that because if you look at a lot of these movies, they could have been ended with some spike strips. Yeah, I, I mean, that that's always been my whole thing. It's like with, with a lot of movies nowadays is like, damn, do, do cops just not believe in spike strips or anything? I mean... Especially when the car isn't moving that fast. I mean, I get it in a high speed chase, that would be too dangerous, but cars only going about 30 miles per hour and you're in a and they're in a reinforced car, everybody in there is gonna survive. Yeah, like like I said, you know? I do, yeah, like I said, I do see see the problems with this movie, but like, like I said, like I was really entertained by by the main cast that I I overlooked a lot of these flaws. 
And like y'all, there is a lot of flaws in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of flaws in this movie, but I do like that Michael Bay. One thing I've all liked about Michael Bay is the way that he directs action. I would I didn't like I thought that the drone, that the drone camera angles he was using, I thought that that was a nice touch to it. I yeah, I like those those camera angles, and like I said, I do like, I did like the performances of Jake Gyllenhaal, um, Yaya Abdul-Mateen, and Isa Gonzalez. I did like their performances. Yeah, I I mean, they were good for what they are. Yeah, like I said, you gotta. Like I said, this is a, a this is a movie that you watch when ain't nothing else on TV. Or you know, I you know I I say this is a like like a matinee date type type of movie. Like it like it's it's not terrible because uh, we've seen worse, Morbius. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Like like I said, I was entertained with it. I. Like I like even though I saw the flaws, it didn't take me out of the movie because the performances were keeping me in like invested in the in the movie. Uh ending wasn't really a surprise because of because of all the shit that happened. But I still feel like it came to a conclusive ending. Like I said, the camera shots, I really did like the drone shots. Like Michael Bay, he does a like I, I do love Michael Bay's camera work in his movies. Man, I always like the movies, but his camera work, it works. Yeah. Now, as far as the script, if you're a type of person that, that's here for a, a, a great unique story, don't come to this movie because ain't nothing unique about this story. Man, the island had a better story than this shit. Like this is if I could compare it. If I can compare it to something, it'd be like those old heist movies from the early 2000s. Except with a much worse plot. Well, I mean, they all had kind of bare bones plots. I, I mean, Italian job was the shit. Well, no, I'm talking about like those, I'm talking like those mid-tier um, heist movies. Uh, okay, I guess. Yeah. Like, the, the, yeah, but uh, let's see if I had to get this a rating. I would I would say this is I say it's a high it's a high store bought. It's a high store it's a high store bought bordering on the low buttery. Like I say, if it, if just that script could be touched up, this movie would have got a higher rating. Man, look, this movie didn't seem to me like it didn't know whether it wanted to be an action or a comedy. Well, I don't know if have you ever seen did you ever see that movie with John Travolta and Denzel? Fellaham uh, taking one, two, three. I don't think I have seen that one, honestly. Well, well that well the the thing that I liked about the movie was like the comedy, like it was it, it was like a it was a it was a it was a train heist movie. But it's still a comedy. That's why I did I didn't mind the comedy in it that much because it reminded me so much of that. And I think the old nineteen seventies version of that movie did the same thing. I haven't seen that that version, but Taking Fell in One Two Three it did the same thing. So I like like I said, I appreciate it because I actually did like that movie with John Travolta and Denzel. Okay. 
But um, I'm going to just be honest with y'all guys. This this movie uh, had me salty. <laughs> uh, I'm just be honest, y'all. I, I I do not suggest paying for this movie if you just want to watch it just to just to see Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, go ahead, but hey, yo, don't don't be like, oh man, I'm expecting a good movie, and definitely don't blame me for it. Damn, no love for Yaya, man. I mean, all right, okay, or him. and and it's not that like i said they're they're good actors but shoot they man look denzel washington couldn't have saved this movie (laughs) all right right, that's all i'm saying all right all right well you know that, that that movie we didn't agree on but hey but let's go on to the next one the next movie we're gonna be reviewing is oh good old fantastic beast Secrets of Dumbledore, the third movie in the trilogy that probably should have never happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but I'm going to just say this. With with uh, Secret Beast, I'm going to say where to find them. But Secret Beast and the Secrets of Dumbledore. Fantastic like, Beast and the oh, Secrets of Dumbledore, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah I, what the hell I just said? You said the Secret Beast and the Secrets of Dumbledore. <laughs> Well, this shit should be called Secret Beast because I'm tired of seeing these beasts. I feel like they serve no purpose in this. Okay, I'm gonna just I'm gonna say this. One thing I do like this movie, but my main crux about this movie is these fantastic beasts. After what? The, okay, look, I get that these that the fantastic beasts they cute and cuddly, and it's Newt's only real reason to be in these movies. But is don't you? I don't know. But to me, it just feels like they are trying their hardest to make the plot revolve around <laughs> one of these fantastic beasts. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but you know, hey, they got to do what they got to do to make that money, bro. Yeah, I, I just okay. So I'm gonna just and, and the only thing I hated though about this one is they could have made it. Uh, uh, surrounded around another fantastic beast, but they didn't. They chose to choose some other little bitch ass for uh, fantastic beast. So, the way that this movie starts off, I ain't gonna lie. The way that this movie starts off, boy, Peter gonna be pissed. Boy, Peter gonna be pissed because. Because they just straight up said they just do something cruel. Well, no, it's not even at the beginning of the movie. It's like, well, not in the first act. They do something cruel to the Fantastic Beast. Like, oh, y'all want to get a little dark, I see. Yeah. Like, so this movie, it is a little bit darker than the other Fantastic Beast movie. To the point that we see a body after it's been digested and spat back out. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was disgusting. That but was, entertaining that, though. It, yes, that 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 scene itself was entertaining. But mm-hmm. yeah, like like this movie, like one thing I do like about this movie is we're starting to rev up rev up and amp up to higher stakes in these fantastic beast movies. Yeah, I actually like that too, cause uh, you actually get to see 
Dumbledore <clears throat> throw down a little bit. Yeah, like it because Dumbledore he if you saw the second movie after what Gringlewald did, he can't really take a back seat anymore. Like he has to get involved. Right. Now, I don't know if you know this man, but boy, I guess I guess China, they weren't feeling that that dialogue between Maz Mickelson and Jude Law. <laughs> I guess not. They legit cut out nine minutes of quote unquote gay dialogue. That's ah man, that, that to me is just stupid. What they think they ain't got gay people in China? And the thing was, like when I was when I was uh like when I was um watching it. this conversation what's up uh sorry it's i didn't catch that your mic two cut lovers out talking to each other what's up i said it's just two lovers talking to each other yeah i mean it, it wasn't like they they didn't do anything crazy hell they didn't even i don't even think they held hands i'm about to say they make it seem like they were kissing the fucking on screen right like shit, i'm like I, I, like there is one little part where they had some some contact but other than that, like, but that was that wasn't anything I would say was gross or you know like, or anything that would even upset anybody, you know. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Like, it's it's, it's such a weird. Yeah, but yeah, but like, okay, but back to the movie itself and whatever China got going on. I'm sorry. I don't know how you feel about Newt. But to me, he is still the weakest link in this cast. Yeah, um, not not a big fan of Newt. Never have been a big fan of Newt. Uh, matter of fact, uh, this was actually, well, out of all the Fantastic Beast movies, I'm going to be honest with you, this actually was my favorite one. And that was simply due to the fact that this was the one that Newt did the least amount of stuff in. Yeah, but I will, okay. You know, like, even though, I wouldn't say I hate Newt's character. It's just that I feel like he could be written stronger since, like, he's technically the main protagonist in these movies. But... I mean, is he, though? Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> because because they start they start off with Newt. We follow Newt in the first and second one. Third one, they kind of have to give it to Dumbledore since it's the secret to Dumbledore, which Tyler is kind of misleading. But... But uh, yeah. Now I will say this: he did have scenes that I did enjoy. Yeah. Like like that scene, like that scene when he trying to rescue a certain someone. That scene was actually entertaining to me. Yeah, that that was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie, it, it was funny as hell. And, and you know what kills me though is like when people are like, oh man, so we're gonna learn more about Dumbledore. It's like, guys, all right, get this through y'all's damn heads. Dumbledore is a family name, all right? That's not talking specifically about who we all know as Dumbledore, okay? It, it would have been called The Secrets of Albus if it was about him, all right? Yeah. It's sort of like Todoroki. Hell, Todoroki ain't Todoroki's name. It's Shoto. Yeah, but... All right? Like, so, so shit. Todoroki can apply to Endeavor. That can apply to Dobby. That can apply to um, um, any of his other little siblings. Hell, it can apply to his mama. <laughs> you know, it's just guys. Y'all got to get over that, okay? The stuff is technically people's last names. 
now one thing now one of the main things I did not like about this movie the plot with the Dumbledores I was just like this is very this is written very poorly yeah because I the Dumbledore family wasn't in it as much as they should have been to me and and then like the reveal we get it's like I didn't feel nothing for that reveal because I like y'all, it feel like y'all just kind of threw that shit out there. Well, well, there was one reveal that happened, and I'm not gonna reveal what it is, but there is a reveal that happens that would have made you really sad as a kid with the other Harry Potter movies, because you'd be like, "Wow, this motherfucker was dying this whole time." Yeah, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just like okay, like the whole thing. With this being the secrets of Dumbledore, it's like the secret. It's like they just threw that shit at the wall. It didn't stick. They said, "Fuck it, we'll do it anyway." Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is, is with with the whole secrets thing is they kind of already gave it away. Uh, what they what everybody thought was going to be the secret is like, hey, yo, they're they're going to confirm or deny uh something from fantastic beast 2 you know what i mean and i it just seems like after they do that they're like huh let's just throw a hint of family secret here and a hint of family secret there and even though none of this was very significant hey here you go we gave y'all something now watch the damn movie yeah, now the strongest part of this movie, I will say, is the relationship between Aurelius Dumbledore, played by Jude Law, and Gringlewald, played by Mads Nick Mickelson. That is the strongest part of this movie. Like, hey, his name is Aurelius Dumbledore. I thought it was Albus. There's too many. I think is it Aurelius? It might. It might be Albus. It might be Al- I, no, I think, Albus. I think you're thinking no, of his brother. Yeah, I'm thinking of it. Yeah, but Albus, but. That is the strongest. That is the strongest thing about the movie is the relationship between um, Mickelson and Law. They do a really good job in all the scenes that they're in. Yeah, well, but I'm not gonna lie. I like you know Queenie and uh, why can't I remember that other dude's name? Uh, Kowalski. I've always liked Kowalski. I've always liked Kowalski, but I feel like. Kowalski and Queenie, they weren't driving this movie along. It was more Dumbledore, um, Jude Law, and Mads Mikkelsen because the movie was basically revolved around them, and and the and the um, the bond between them because because it like I said, that's why I don't get why Newt is in these movies because you focus on everybody but Newt. That is true. Newt is there just to show you some Harry Potter Pokemon. (laughs) That's basically what these Fantastic Beasts are. Yeah, and he got to catch them all, too, you know? Yeah, like, but yeah, I just really enjoyed Mads Mikkelsen and Jude Law. Like I said, Mads Mikkelsen, I hope they keep him because, just in my opinion, I feel like he portrayed Grindelwald the best. Well, let's just hope, let's just hope he doesn't have any damn, uh, you know, scandals come out. Yeah, only thing about Johnny Depp is jo- Johnny Depp. He 
every time I just see him now in movies, it it's legit just um, Jack Sparrow, man. It's like he can't shake that Jack Sparrow because he's been doing that for so long. Like that's the only cue that he knows how to do. I think he did it different in Black Mass. I haven't seen Black Mass in forever. Transcendence was just trash. But yeah, but like as far as Mads Mikkelsen go, if you need a villain, you call that man because he know how to do it right. Yeah, he does. He he really does. He he comes off as menacing much yeah. better. Uh, the only thing I would say Johnny Depp might have done differently is uh, he came off as creepier to me. Well, that's because he just looked creepy. <laughs> well, that that too. Also, you know, they they didn't really do the the uh, the uh, eye uh, color difference in this one either. Yeah. Uh, also, nothing about this movie, boy. They got people with some jacked up wigs in this movie. Yeah, they do. <laughs> boy, why they do that, boy Yusuf like that? I have no idea. <laughs> boy, and then um, yeah, like jacked up wigs. Another disappointing thing about the movie, uh, Ezra Miller. I guess maybe because he got shit going on, but. They wrapped him. They wrapped his shit up quick. Yeah, man, it's it's probably a good thing, you know, since he out here wilding. Yeah, boy, he he becoming creatures, man. So you know, it, it's one of them things. It's like, nah, fam, uh, we got to get rid of this dude. Yeah, man. Uh, but this shit, I don't know, man. Like, like. This movie has a lot of problems. Like, like, I don't don't get me wrong. I still don't think this trilogy should have happened. But I must say, I was still entertained with all the things with Jude Law, Mads Mikkelsen, and Kowalski. Like Kowalski will always bring this movie up for me. Like the Muggle in this movie, mm-hmm. he always brings it up for me. Even in the second one, which I did not like at all, I still really enjoyed him. Yeah, but like. Like, like I said, it, it was nice to go back and see Hogwarts again. It's always nice to go back and see Hogwarts. Just, oh, man. I'm going to just try to give this a rating. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this just a regular, a regular buttery. I'm, I'm, I'm regular buddy going on kind of a lower buttery. Just like oh, I said. Okay. Like I said, it, it just has too many flaws still. Just has too many flaws still. And I just feel like a lot of these characters were not utilized. Some of them they just straight up forgot about. Right? Like uh, that one girl, uh, Lita, I want to say her name. Uh, oh. you, know, you know, the one that uh, uh, Newt was crushing on. Yeah. Th- then uh, they added a new a new um person like who was a, I think she was a teacher at Hogwarts. She, uh, I forgot, I forgot the black chick's name. Uh, uh, not sure. I don't remember her name either, but she was actually one of my favorite characters, honestly. Only thing is, boy, that accent, I was just like, what the heck? <laughs> she legit sounded like an old time radio personality. Yeah. I'm trying to, oh man. Um, it's gonna hurt me that I don't know her name. Oh, Jessica Williams as played um Professor Hicks. I'm just called Professor Hicks. 
Yeah, but yeah. but I don't think she's a professor at um at Hogwarts she... though. I think because she's American, I'm pretty sure. Really? Uh yeah, because remember she knew. Well, you know what? Know. No, she's a teacher at no, she's not a teacher at Hogwarts. She's a teacher at um, I think at 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 the American chap like at the American Wizard School. I'm guessing. Yeah, remember? because because remember she's with the um uh, with the American uh uh group or whatnot because uh, she knew uh, Newt's uh, boo thing. Yeah, but this, but yeah, but like I said, it's a like a regular, regular buttery, borderline uh, low buttery. Like I said, a lot of the set pieces was really entertaining. I loved Jude Law, Maz Mikkelsen in this movie. Uh, the uh, Kowalski always shines in these these movies. But that being said, Newt is still a weak character. These Fantastic Beasts, they just take. Sometimes it takes me out the movie because it's like they're throwing them in there, and then like, mm. but other than that, they wrapped it up. I think they wrapped this movie up pretty nice, pretty nice. The way they ended it, it this could, uh, this could be a good conclusion just for the time being, since you know, they're putting the Fantastic Beast movies on hold right now, after this one. Oh, I uh, let me guess. Stupid as uh, stupid Ezra Miller, man. Well, that and they're trying to see how the box office is going to look like after this. Um, how they were looking like how the box office going to look, and uh, I think like you know Warner Brothers they're merging with Discovery, so they're trying to see what Discovery wants to do with a lot of these properties. But yeah, man, for me it's a it's a low movie theater. Um, no, it's a low movie theater. Uh, no low buttery, hovering on a regular buttery and uh I, you mean a regular buttery to low buttery hovering over a store-bought right yeah okay yeah. yeah sorry guys he's gotten a little tongue twisted today <laughs> but but uh uh for me honestly it it wasn't that bad uh like i said out of all the fantastic beast movies this was actually my favorite one because uh, the other ones just were, I don't know, they just kind of were lackluster to me. And to me, if they wanted to, um, like, incorporate the Fantastic Beasts, they need to go bigger each time. You know what I mean? Because, and that's, it seemed like they did that with the second one. Because they did have, like, some cooler beast in the, in the second Fantastic Beast, But in this one, they were like, yeah, nah, screw it. We're just going to, like, hey, look, it's there type of thing. Yeah. So, uh, but they did write a much better storyline than the other movies, though. So that's that's something that I did like. And even though Ezra Miller is wild, and I I'm not gonna lie, I did kind of like his uh, him using his magical powers in this movie. You know, because uh, he picked that shit up quick. You know, for you know just getting them and stuff. And and it was a little and it was a pretty epic scene. You know. Yeah. And and it was also fun, like I said, seeing Dumbledore actually like you actually get to see how OP he is. You know what I mean? Because like when when you watch it, you're like, oh no, this this motherfucker is OP as fuck. <laughs> you know, no wonder nobody wants to fight his ass. Yeah. You know? So uh, for me, I'm gonna have to go with high buttery. Okay. Okay. So. You know, it, it is something that I will say watching theaters, 
during the matinee. You know what I mean? Um, but is it going to please everyone? No, but it's to me, it's still worth a watch in the movie theaters. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. This is, gets around out to a buttery. Mm-hmm. Now, we only got two things left to talk about, Adam. Let's go ahead and start, start it off. So, if y'all know the whole Amber Heard and Johnny Depp saga, we are coming to the final act of it. Mm-hmm. With, with the court case. And, man, uh, the recordings from that court case, it ain't looking too good for Amber Heard. I'm, I'm just going to say that. Well, Amber Heard, yo, sorry, but sweetheart, you ain't shit. So, there's a, okay, so, in the court, they brought, um, Johnny Depp's side brought recordings between him and Amber Heard, and Amber Heard is legit belittling him and berating him, so, uh, she, she says that she hits the man, but she's mad that he just walks away instead of retaliating. Not gonna lie, Johnny Depp. I don't know if it's just because Giant Deb just sounds like that or he was just drunk, but he sounded drunk as hell. He's just saying, yo, I just want to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. Like, Johnny, like, you can tell that Johnny Depp, in, these, like, in that recording, you can tell that Giant Deb has been beaten and broken down mentally and physically. Like, yeah. Like, because I don't know if you remember at first, uh, when he, when his friend had stepped up and and uh, called Amber How- Amber Heard out on it, and like, and in the public, remember she, she tried to shoot, tried to shoot, tried to sue Johnny Depp for defamation of character, and mm-hmm. saying that he was the one that was abusing, abusing her, which kind of messed up his uh, which kind of messed up his career a little bit. But yeah, I mean, there's a reason why he wasn't in Fantastic Beasts three. Yeah, like a lot of projects dropping because you know, once somebody labels you as like once somebody calls you an abuser, you're labeled as that. Like, yeah, like especially if you're a man, it sucks, but if you get called an abuser, you're going to be labeled as that until like even when there was even when there's no proof, it's like that's what happens. That's happened to Giant Depp, but. With this court case, with that recording, and with another um, one, and the reason why I say that uh, it didn't look too good for Amber Heard because there's a recording of her, of her, um, I guess her lawyer, talking to Johnny Depp's friend that he was helping, that he had helped a place to stay or whatever, and gave mm-hmm. him a hundred thousand dollars to back to back his art his art prom career so they were talking about one instance when johnny depp when uh he came over like his friend like johnny's friend came over to amber heard in his house for some get together or whatnot and they were talking about the kiss on the cheek that johnny depp's friend gave to amber heard and you know how some people will do it like they'll give him a hug and like do a kiss on the cheek whatever right right so the lawyer was like, so did you give like one kiss on the cheek or did you do one on one cheek, one on the other? Or did you do like three or four kid pets on the cheek? And then this dude, he was like, you you know, I'm, I'm not Italian. We just one peck on the cheek and there we go. 
Like you can even tell. I wish I could play it, but but it's going to make this run longer. You can even tell he's getting frustrated. Like, what the hell does this have to do with anything? Right. Like, Amber Heard's team is grasping at straws to make Johnny Depp look bad. And there has been no concrete evidence. Right. It, it's starting to just look like Amber Heard ain't shit. Yeah. And I you know, think- and, and hey, guys, I'm not out here just trying to attack women, but Hey, yo, you got to call out bad behavior no matter who does it. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's some ain't shit behavior. Now, if Johnny Depp was, if the situation was reversed, I say Johnny Depp ain't shit. Yeah, but it's just a lot of the evidence is pointing towards Amber Heard was the abuser in this relationship. Oh, God, yeah. And, and, uh, Apparently, everybody was saying that Johnny Depp was the one that took a shit on the bed. Now they're saying that there is audio recording of Amber Heard, the one taking the shit on the bed. Wow. <laughs> I did not know about that. Man, so she she really did shit the bed, huh? Yeah. Oh, my God. And then what makes it even more funny was the, was that the, the housemaid's recollecting the whole like the whole finding the shit wow <laughs> so yeah man it, it just ain't looking too good for amber heard yeah well <laughs> maybe maybe amber heard uh you know kind of has a legitimate reason though for being upset with johnny depp you know maybe he wasn't um you know driving his uh johnny deep enough oh get it God. johnny depp Oh, 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 oh my god come on i thought that was clever oh 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 god but because <laughs> no that, oh. god damn it adam <laughs> that's all i got to say <laughs> hey man i thought was okay we i'm to sorry be, everyone we, out there we're trying to be serious man all this right is, all right this is a very serious matter where people are shitting on beds and demasculating people. Hey, look, man, I get it. It's a serious matter, but the shit's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. This shit is hilarious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, come on, man. People shitting on beds and stuff. It's like, damn, y'all wilding. <laughs> like, like, she, like, she legit had to pull down her pants and just squeeze that shit out. Like, come on. That's how you know you just have it out for somebody. Right. But yeah, man. <clears throat> but we will continue to follow this crazy-ass saga between these two crazy-ass people. And, and hey, guys, at least we're not talking about the slap. Yeah, man. I, I, I think Amber Heard gave us something new to talk about. Right. <laughs> but on another hand, another thing that we had to talk about, and it's our final thing. Well, y'all, we've been waiting some years for it, but hey, it's finally coming out. That Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1, because they're splitting this into two separate parts. Hell so, yeah. So we're going to watch this trailer, and we'll come back with our reaction right after this. Let me just uh, 
There we go. All right. They just couldn't help themselves that they love remixing these 80s songs, boy. Hey, look, man, I, I'm okay with it because at least they're doing some good 80s songs. Yeah, I like Journey, but like, God damn. But let's get back to it. Seven and July first, so we don't gotta wait long. Nope. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm excited. 
Oh yeah, me too, man. I love Stranger Things. I, I love Stranger Things, but now my only problem with it is, you know, for a long Stranger Things, they kind of started like this whole '80s nostalgia trip thing. But we've seen it so much in movies, in movies and TV shows since Stranger Things. I just really hope they don't lean too much into it. And kind of like use it as a prop. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And uh, another thing, I hope they go more into depth with, and it looks like they are from what I saw in the in the trailer, is I want them to continue on uh, L's backstory. Yeah, you know, because we also found out that they're like she's 11 because there were you know other kids too. That had abilities, so I, I really want to find out what those other kids could do. Yeah, man. Also, another thing. Thank God they gave that black kid appropriate hair, right? Because they had that boy, they had that little brother looking crazy in the mother seasons. Yeah, they finally gave him a high top. It looks like. Yeah. Now. Now. I don't know if this is just me, but this is kind of giving me like it vibes and a little bit of nightmare on Elm Street vibes. Well, I mean, I, I get why you have it vibes. It's because a good chunk of them were in it. But uh now nah, I'm just kidding. I think it was on like one of them. <laughs> but uh um the nightmare on Elm Street vibes, I'm definitely seeing, especially with that one main dude. It's like, yeah, you definitely look giving me some Freddy Krueger vibes. And you got to remember, hey, yo, those were both 80s. Yeah, man. I just, I can't wait to see what this villain does because this is an actual villain with intelligence and not just creatures. Right. So... I like how they're going to have to think outside the box a little bit for this one. Well, what I want to know is how the hell did Hopper survive? Well, well, man, you know, that's a funny story. You know how, how Hopper's in a Russian prison right now? Yeah. In his free time, he just he, he just went ahead and fought with his family with Black Widow and them. Yeah, I guess maybe, you know, they, maybe they were doing some experiments on him. <laughs> While he was there, you know, so to make him the uh, the uh, Russian version of Captain America. Yeah, man, you know, give him that super serum, give him that super soldier serum, he good to go. Yep. But yeah, man, it's it's really nice to see this this um series back. But like I say, even though I'm not, I wasn't born, like I didn't live through the '80s. See, I feel like I lived through the '80s by watching this damn show. Yeah, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was Paul Reiser I saw, right? I think so. Okay, yeah, because I'm like, man, that looked like that dude from Mad About You. Yeah, man, but I'm really looking forward to this. I just hope that they don't drop the ball because it seems like this is gonna be the this is gonna be the more epic the more epic uh, season. Because this isn't the last season. Next season will be on uh, season five. Is will be the last season, right? So, but what what do you think they may do though? Like for the for the end game? Because you know, yeah, I know they they depending a lot on eleven and stuff. But do you think they're actually gonna give her help with the other kids? 
Okay, look, I feel like what's going to happen is it's going to be somebody who is a much stronger empath than Eleven, and they're going to be the main villain. I just think that's just going to be a thing. And I don't think I don't think that this alien being is going to be beaten this season. I, I just have a feeling he won't. Okay. And, and how do you feel about the redhead chick? Because from what we saw, that could have either been her showing that she has some of the most power, or that could have just been her acting all possessed and shit. You never know. Or maybe somebody was levitating there. Who knows? Yeah, it's, it's strange. Yeah, but I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to this thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, me too, because like I said, dude, I love I love Stranger Things, and hell, if, if anything, the only thing they could have done to make this better is do it sooner. Yeah, man, but hey, these kids are aged up a little bit, so maybe the show itself can mature too. Yeah, yeah, but they still got to stay in high school. That's the only thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, but hey, man, I mean, looking forward to it. Don't got to wait that long. May that is true. May 27th is a packed month for movies and TV. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because uh, what we got, uh, what else we got coming out? We got the Multiverse of Madness coming out. Kenobi. Kenobi. And uh, I think uh, Tekken Bloodline is coming out next month, right? Yeah. And I think the boys either May or June. Yeah. And. Hell, it, like, we definitely going to be uh, letting y'all know our feelings on the boys because uh, I don't know about you, Jason, but the boys is, like, my favorite live-action thing to watch. Oh, yeah, man. <clears throat> but, like, bar none. Yeah, man, but we're going to get to all that when it comes out. But, y'all, that wraps up another successful episode of the Brain to Popcorn podcast. We're going to go ahead and get up out of here. We weren't here for too long this time because we just wanted to speed through a lot of this since, you know, it's late. Um, but next week, I know some of y'all are wondering where the Moon Knight reviews are. We're going to bring them back next week. I just had a lot to play catch up on this week. But expect the Moon Knight review. And um, I think the Northman comes out next week, if I'm not mistaken. And that crazy-ass Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, uh, and the Northman does come out, and I'm looking forward to watching that because I like the Scars Guards. Like they, they're usually good in what they do. Oh yeah, but what? I when you want to know something though that I'm really upset with though that Bill Skarsgård is gonna be in. What? Why the hell are they remaking the Crow? The Crow is a perfect movie. Leave that movie the fuck alone. Well, all right, y'all. We ain't gonna get into that because I'm just getting angry. I'm getting angry tonight. If y'all want to join in on the conversation, just join the Facebook group. Just just type in brand, the Brang the Popcorn Podcast in the Facebook group. You can find me on Instagram. I'm in the process of making a Twitter and TikTok. Or you can just email me with any questions, comments, concerns at brangthepopcorn93 at gmail.com. Adam, where can people find you at, man? Uh, you can always find me on Facebook under Adam Sampson. I'll be the guy in the all my suit. All right, y'all. And just remember, whenever you come to the reviews, just remember to always bring the popcorn. the popcorn. All right, y'all. We out. Peace.